I got an email I'm just plain furious about. Being invited, Raph, invited to the ADCC trials. The Ooh. nerve on that de blast, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting is way easier outside the cage. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how are you doing this evening? I, I'm fine. I don't know about the rest of the community. I'm outraged. Okay. I'm outraged. Why is that? He has the gall to ask that. Like, let's fight. I don't think you want not, to fight. Tom no, 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 not for real. I'm talking oh, okay. podcast front. Like, I'm, oh yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely. Like a, I just I felt like he was really violating my space and allowing other things to be encouraged. Like, how are my teammates going to roll with me to hear I got this email? I don't know. There's a lot to this. So, what does the email say, Kevin? I it just you know is alerting me that they're going on, and here's how you register. It's not like a specific. <laughs> Did it say, hey, Kev, I've heard so much about your grounding game. It was a big picture of my mother, and it was the rudest thing I've ever seen. And it said, from Tom Blast, only sent to you. But it was a BCC. I Look, I'm just saying he and Todd need to look out because mm. there are big dogs on this block. You mm. and I are those big dogs. That's right. That's right. Take that. I don't even know what the name of their podcast is. Another brick in the wall podcast. Yeah. Did they take some sort of like name from, oh God, Pink Floyd? Do they have other ones? Wish You Were Here podcast? <laughs> Behind These Blue Eyes podcast. Hey, welcome back, guys. Grappling. They could always update it to like Party in the USA podcast. Oh, if they God, want to I get relevant so. for, the, mm-hmm. for the millennials. For the, for the kids. For the kids. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a suggestion from us. To them, once again, we can't overstate how much this was not a real fight. No, 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 no. Just, just a podcast. Stay in our corners here. You know how Professor X challenges people to like battles in the mine on like the Star astral Trek. plane? Yeah, it's not. It's not I know, Star Trek. It's, this is X Men. I like to make the hairs on people's necks stand up just, just a little bit, especially up. sci-fi geeks. They Here's the hair. thing: X Men is the cool, and the rest of them suck. But when he goes in the astral plane and he like actually challenges people, that's the equivalent of what we're doing with these people on podcasts. I don't want to fight Tom DeBlas as a human being or jujitsu him, but on the podcast astral plane, hug. I will destroy him. Yeah, I want to make that very clear. And don't you fuckers take that shit out of context and remix whatever I just fucking fight, said. Fight Tom DeBlas. Like <laughs> 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 I'll see you on the podcast Astros play. <laughs> <Tom> to <DeBlas. laughs> um, Eddie could get his revenge on you for the work, work, work meme. Oh, man. Yeah, like, Eddie Brosh. Hey, if you guys haven't seen that one, it did very well. And thank you to everybody who shared the Eddie Brosh um, work. Uh, our thanks to our friends at Math Therapy for capturing that unique moment where Eddie was... Um, some hips. You know, well, you know, it was a little hips action. He's always had good hips, but... Yeah. It was like he basically was getting called up like his name was Starshina, and he was closing out the nights on the polls. So I'm just saying, we just put it to music. That's all we do here. But Kev, Starshina. Starshina. Kev, we have so much to talk about. We'll get to it individually. Disclaimer, though. We should disclaimer, we're going to be talking about grappling. We are. Because there's a lot of stuff that's going on right now. All that jazz... You know, it's MMA, it's grappling, but it's specifically nerdy. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. That's for Dizzy, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Now, where do we begin? Well, let's begin with this. Normally, in a given news week, this would be the biggest item. But unfortunately, there have been many other things. And again, we're going to get there, so give us a second. But Keenan is unfortunately out of EBI 9, which sounds terrible because we were teased with the idea of Gordon Ryan returning to EBI to go for another title but we were being told that maybe the two of them, I don't know, could be put on opposite sides of the bracketology and then have to fight each other maybe in the finals. I don't know if things go the way they go. But, Kev, even though we lost Keenan and that is a big, big loss, what did we get in return? We got Vinny Magalhães. Oh, man. And now, that sounds exciting. I, I'm really excited. I don't know what the weight is on it. Um, I'm always – I guess Vinny just floats around at different weights. I last saw him in the 240s range, mm. and that was on a pro card. So the MMA Underground, mm-hmm. whatever Sonnen thing. Really excited about this. 
he is an interesting wrinkle because he's very hard to heel hook physically, like as a human being, which makes interesting. And they better put them on opposite sides of the bracket. He and he and the Gordo. First round Gordo. That would, <laughs> the first Vinny. matchup. That would be really funny. It's like this is gonna happen, so everybody get ready. Um I'm always a little skeptical because we've had the Vinny name tossed around at a few EBIs. Mm-hmm. And we've had our feelings hurt. Yes. On an occasion. So take a deep breath of cautious optimism. And I'm gonna exhale it. Very excited. Okay. Very excited. Are you excited? I mean, he and Gordon, that'd be amazing. I think it would be amazing because there are a lot of questions. You know, Gary went up against Vinny, had one of the more entertaining bouts at ADCC. Um, Gary ended up on the losing side by points, but the two of them seemed to just enjoy each other to the point where Gary was trying to get a rematch with him. And, uh, you know, Vinny does talk shit. However, uh, Vinny's talking of shit seems mild uh, in comparison to this day and age of Facebook tagging. Facebook tackery? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you can tag someone on the Facebook, and before you know it, Mike Perez, Gordon Ryan are in the midst of a battle that is gone into infinity and beyond. Because here's the thing, kids: I don't know if you have Facebook settings that notify you when those people speak to one another, but a lot of people do, and that conversation really doesn't come to an end. In fact, Kev. I believe you have the thread that was originally posted by AJ on his arm that had a, a very simple match that happened for ADCC trials, I believe, in 2013. Gordon, Mike, both purple belts. Both have been on the show. Both know us. We like both of their jiu-jitsu. Both young and, boys uh, in this video. What's that? Both young boys in this video. Both young boys. This is before they went through through true, true jiu-jitsu wars in their times. But... AJ put it up saying, I want to see a rematch with these two. Now, it's not like AJ isn't opposed to baiting every once in a while, but it seemed fairly innocuous, and I'm sure he, he knew he'd get some rabble-rousing from some people. And this comes after a few days where I had just put up a new interview where Gordon had called himself the king, and people had some reactions to that. And I always find it interesting to see how people react because – you know, Gordon had some great claims. You know, he just won another EBI. He beat Keenan. So, yeah, I'm sure he could feel on top of the world. However, the rest of the internet world does not feel the same way. So, Kevin, can you give me a, a, just a short summary of your perception of what that thread looks like? Okay. Uh, well, it's not unlike a crazy 4th of July. It starts with a lot of promise. There's a nice food layout. You're like, oh, AJ's got this Gordon Ryan, Mike Perez video. And then you read the thread, and it so quickly turns into a drunken fireworks disaster. Not in a great way, but in a pretty fun to watch. Like a really entertaining, especially if you're doing it for patriotism, which I was. Mm. Gordo stops hard and Mm. puts down 10 grand. And that's pretty much where it goes absolutely batshit crazy. And I see that you like this status on Facebook, by the way. Yeah, tell me which one I liked, because there were a few I did enjoy. This was a fun match to count. Oh, I was uh, specifically just saying, in general, your first, your name pops up as overall liking the thread. I didn't realize you were liking specific ones, but now I should do that. I'm not even thinking about doing that. I sprinkle a few of my likes, because... Here's what happens. At first, it's all fun and games. And then you're like, oh, this is entertaining. And then maybe about the 29th comment, you go, oh, they're not done. This is a one is mm. from Mike Perez. Got to give the people what they want. Yes. Gordon Ryan, put up 10 grand of your money against mine in a no gi, no time limit match. I'll be happy to see a rematch. But this is where I guess the split happens because we have a group of people who don't like being patient enough for a submission-only match, and I understand that. And then we have some people who want to see points happen and feel, and as Gordon points out, he's like, so you really want to make this 10 grand based on a potential decision from a set of judges? Yeah, nah, nah. So, okay, here's how I kind of perceived it happening. 
So I always am entertained by all these because everybody chimes in with their different things and there's memes that get thrown around and all that good shit. But at a certain point, and maybe, Kev, you can just kind of eyeball it and tell me how many people you see are chiming in who are not the athletes. Just ballparking, how many people are you seeing who are chiming in who are not athletes involved in this in any way, shape, or form? One every six. Okay. Bravo to you all for your participation (laughs) in this. Love the pictures. All of the pictures are just so cute and hilarious. What exactly, Raph, is Mm. the jiu-jitsu community doing with Facebook? Specifically some of our Mm. top-level fighters. I don't... Okay, so I understand that they're using it to try and get matches. That's the whole MO of what Gordon is about right now. Gordon is taking the kind of Conor McGregor, let's see if they take the bait. And it seems to be working because it riles a lot of people up and people get really angry. How could you call yourself king? Do you really think you have any achievements? Who are you? You're just a first-year black belt. All that sort of stuff. And yet every single time people come in. So there's becoming this this great perception of we want to see the Danaher death squad lose on the internet that is prevailing right now. Now, I guess that's fun. I guess it's interesting. And except I there's one except, big problem. What is that, Kevin? No one will fight him. Well, they'll fight him in their <laughs> They'll their talk a lot of rules. shit on Facebook, I, as I can see. And by the way, so will the Data Herd Death Squad. I don't know. Gordon is a very fast responder in between yeah. all of his jujitsuing. Like for someone that's traveling and kids these days, their cellular devices. Mm. That's just a lot of he and AJ especially. It's just like, wow, if you two do jujitsu at this pace, <laughs> everyone's going to go like, stop, finish a thought, write a paragraph. I know it's hard to read, but, you know, I'm just saying. Put your thoughts like, together. Make an argument. Young Everybody's young trolling. Kids. And and the other thing is, again, we come back to the idea. No of, everybody seems to circle back to uh, are you submission only? Are you points? Uh, if I like one, I can't like the other. You have to pick sides. Uh, and and that's what it's really coming down to. So for those of us who have an appreciation for both, you get put in this weird section of like, well, I I like submission-only games because it leaves less questions. And I understand, you know, I've got shit to do. Like, I've got places to be, so maybe points work on certain times. If I'm being honest, though, I do prefer for high-level athletes to maybe have a sub-only match. I'm patient enough for it. You like it. We enjoyed Keenan versus Gordon because guess what? They feel like events. It feels like something big is happening. And we're going to get to what happened over the weekend. Anyway, Kev, so where does this then evolve to? So we have a lot of people chiming in. Some people uh, at one point even threatening Tom to blast, which, again, as we did – Great through choices. great illustration up top on the podcast, we threatened Tom DeBlas in a place he could never touch us, which is podcasting. I don't think and we would make Todd, the same mistake. Clear, I want it. Oh well, yeah, Toddy. Toddy knows where he's at though. Well, and before when we talked about this, Ref was like, "We got to start. We got to give him some beef." And I was like, "Really?" He was like, "You know, podcast beef." Like, oh, yeah, podcast sure. beef, not real beef. Yeah, no. that sounds awesome. Because here's the thing. I mean, let's face it. Tom DeBlas, super motivational, right? Yeah. Um, jiu-jitsu superb mma superb podcasting whatever dude bring it degenerate comedy i mean outside of producing some of the people he has as competitors i Mm. I don't i don't know his his track record more like tom de blast from the past am i right anyway (sighs) enough on tom let's get back to what's going on here this then evolves People get brought into it, and the thread actually goes somewhere else. It's very funny to me when people start in one thread and then they take it somewhere else. They decide to take it the conversation to an entirely different. I was alarmed by the amount of screenshots that keep happening, and like <laughs> uh, the jig is up on quick copy and paste jobs. Yeah, nice job, kids. So it evolves, and they go on to another thread. Meanwhile, we've come to learn maybe a couple different things. Uh, was Gordon offered a match? with uh, Galvo and did Galvo uh, reject it and then it brings into a great part of the conversation does Galvo even have to honor a match with Gordon so a lot of people seem to have different opinions on this Uh, I believe uh, Andre Galvo's wife Angelica she gets involved and she gets in and out and her comment is priceless so you can look online and see what that is for yourself Gordon then has to put up a status that says you know he's not trying to say he's the best ever at Guy, 
He's just saying he has an argument for being the best in Nogi right now. Which, I mean, it's a good argument, Kevin. Do you, do you see any problems with him making that claim? No. Okay. If I were to say, okay, because this seems to be a contention for a lot of people. If I were to say, are we shortchanging people like Bouchesha? Yes, maybe a little bit, except fight him then. Okay, but what if the money needs to be right, Kev? Buchecha doesn't like to fight Nogi, and Buchecha does not like people ruining his IBJJF Gold Street career because he got heel hooked. And ultimately, I think that's what we're talking about, isn't it? Like, then fight him. Then take the ten grand match that's clearly on the table for anyone to take if you want to. And fight him. How hard is this? Okay. I, I understand that we value points, and I. But the counter argument to that is. Don't we ultimately value the jujitsu player? And the jujitsu game is not like you don't ever go to class and it's like, hey, this is about how we points fight. It's like <laughs> this is a submission oriented game. The true test of submission is no time limit because you can just fight just like the true test of who's the better basketball team would be first one to 200. That would be fucking amazing. You can't do it. I understand that <laughs> under certain circumstances, you got to change up the rule set. Uh, in this particular instance, you do not. One match, whether it's four minutes or 50 or a day, which it's not going to be, between Gordon Ryan and, say, Mike Perez, or between Gordon Ryan and, say, AJ, or one of the Mendez brothers who I saw thrown in there. I'm watching that. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. Take the fight. Why won't anyone so, take the fight? I, I mean, the money's not right, or things aren't there, or maybe Gordon doesn't deserve it. So we um, should get to that fight, yes. right? Like We yes. should explain, Gordon Ryan has also posted, where in the timeline does this next one fall? Oh, yesterday. So, yesterday, uh, did you want to, f- this is so hard to keep track of from a Facebook, you did it great yeah. for me, chronologically. <laughs> yes. Because so first you have this weird discussion that erupts around the Mike Perez stuff. Then Gordon's like, "I'm king, I'll beat anybody." <laughs> Got it. Not the best gi player, which why would he claim to be? He'd probably get choked out because he doesn't play with the rope. But he also would destroy me in ninety five percent of it. Anyway, let's move right next to the post that comes out yesterday, which is a picture of Claudio Colossens Jr. Colossens. Colossens. You do. You sound. You say it so well. Say I say it. Claudio Calzons. Calzons. Uh, that looks better. Yeah, that sounds more right than what I was just saying. <laughs> uh, not fighting in the previously advertised grappling industries. No time limit. Submission only. Super fight between he and Gordon Ryan is not happy with one of the terms of his contract. That term was, and I fucking love this. That he didn't want to be paid by check. He wanted money, cash, a straight-up briefcase filled with nine large. Raph, my man. First I was out, then I was back in when I read that. What's the problem here? I mean, he signed on to get a check and then realized that Brazil... Like, I guess that's what it comes down to. Some people are making the argument, you know, Brazil, you know... They wouldn't tax, so he's trying not to get taxed all that much. So there's a lovely discussion happening between the appropriateness of getting uh, taxed in the world, which, great. Thanks, guys. Uh, But then there's also an appropriate discussion of, well, what's wrong with getting cash? I mean, I don't know that I I necessarily have a problem with getting paid in cash. But you know what I would do, Kev, if I was negotiating? Ask for cash? Probably ask your cash up front, like right at the beginning. <laughs> like maybe just say like, yo, cash I, is a deal breaker. I'm not an expert way. negotiator, Ref. I'm just, not either. <clears throat> but I do agree. Especially after I look at a poster with my face on it and just say like, yo, 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 this is great. Again, thank you so much. Love, I'm looking forward contract. to this. Love the contract. Price is right. Gordon Ryan. Everything. Fuck like yeah. the, the apostrophes are in the right place. Uh, you spelled dotted the I's, crossed the T's. My name's kind of mostly spelled right, but I get it, Brazil. Uh, one quick thing, though. <clears throat> um, this check thing. Uh, checks, you got to sign it. You got to do the whole, like, romp, romp, romp on the back. And sometimes I forget my, like, 
phone app doesn't work always. Yeah, I can't take a photo of it. And I totally sometimes forget my own like account number. So I know my bad. Can you Venmo me it? And I've never heard of Venmo. Oh. And we can't work that Venmo or PayPal. Mm. Like that's not an option. Uh, Nor would I make it available in negotiations. I believe in Brazilian though. It's PagePals. Um, <laughs> but that, I can't quote me on that. Hey, just Venmo. give it to me in cash. Is that cool? Uh, yeah. No is the answer. It turns out it is not cool. Anyway, so now Gordon's put this photo of Calsans and the Roadrunner, which is adorable. And I, I appreciate it more than I thought I would. But people seem to get really bent out of shape on this one because people are saying, like, well, what's wrong with this? After well, three days of him being on a pretty serious Facebook tear. <laughs> we can call it that, right? That's a lot. Of yeah, Facebook it's a Facebook tear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, amidst all those things, now you've got Gordon kind of uh, now calling Calsons like he's running away from the fight, which uh, I don't know that you really want to call someone of his um, beastness uh, a little bit of a, a chicken. Uh, but that does not. <laughs> also on this podcast. Hey, there it is. Yep. So it takes an interesting wrinkle and it takes an interesting turn. And everybody obviously has ideas and concepts about what they want to talk about there. Well, it doesn't get any less better when uh, Grappling Industries' David Guzzi basically explains what happened from his perspective of uh, the deterioration between Claudio and the contract. And he said he released him and apparently, you know, Gordon put out his side. David's just trying to explain what's going on. Said that he heard less than stellar things being reported on his side and that Claudio himself was not very pleased that it was getting out like this. So... It raises a series of questions for people on how we do grappling. You know, was grappling indices in the wrong for leaking that information? Should they have just said, like, negotiations fell through? But at the same point, Kev, I'll ask you that question plus this one more, which is if something doesn't go and all the way through, don't you kind of want to know what it is if you've already put out those posters? Don't don't you think that we, as an audience or fans or spectators, we tend to want to know what the truth is? Absolutely. Especially when you're talking about an organization that's only had one huge event and is trying to have its second. Yep. You can't be like, dropped <laughs> for just reasons. Because reasons. Trust us. <laughs> yeah. Because, of course, and frankly, I, I actually, I don't know that I like that Gordon got to break the news to people. There was probably a better PR strategy just in terms of maybe dropping it. Because I thought, now let me say this. Mm. Dave's statement is fantastic. It's I thought that was perfect. And he even handled the, the accusations that he was saying he was scared. He's like, I didn't say that. That's Gordon. Which Gordon's free to, you know, I had made him clear. And I kind of like the way he, I enjoyed the statement. So I like that they told us. I'm a big time fan of that. And the contract was broken. This is, I mean, imagine if John Jones, they were like, hey, he's he can't fight. We would know something weird was up. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad we know it was this because I also, as previously said, like Claudio Calasans more. Now that I know he's like, you put that fucking money in that fucking bag and you put it by the mat i'll grab it on my way in you put it in a briefcase you hand it to me i'm gonna take that briefcase i am going to walk away with it when it is all gonna be in singles because it's singles by the way don't ask why brazil bags don't take fives exactly then you're going to get me a piece of acai now you're gonna drop it off in an airport and i'm gonna know it's mine because there's gonna be an acai on top with three banana shavings you dig? Those were the contract negotiations. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. So now we have everybody all uh, all over the place. This has been happening to the point now where everybody has an opinion on it. The whole grappling community has kind of just uh, decided to interject themselves. We decided to kind of, if you haven't heard about it, give you our perspective because, you know, Kevin and I, we just basically want to see good grappling. And I think that's the majority of people. Um, but there are stories that get involved in this. And We're having a little fun. A little they, they, they take a Gossip. few twists and turns. But yeah, as Kevin and I are, you know, media and PR strategists, 
we tend to have some insight as to how statements sound when they aren't fully thought out. So there are some notes, there are some ideas from us as well. Now, the story doesn't end there because guess what? There was a grappling event over the weekend. Now, Kev, I will ask you this, and this is for full disclosure for people, just so that they know. Did you see the event from Grappling Pro Industries as streamed on Flow Grappling? No, I did not. I know who won. Okay, Uh, yeah, most people do. That's all. I haven't seen it. I also, like most people know, this tournament is known because it has a weird rule set. Okay, it does. And I'm going to explain what the rule set is. But you know who won. You know what happened. Um, To continue the furthering storyline and to really give you an idea as to what was going on over the weekend, Kevin and I are going to watch the match between Gary Tonin and DJ Jackson that people seem to be talking about because it's a continuation of what people are saying about the submission-only movement and the Danaher Death Squad and points and the internet and Burger King crowns. So with the interest of that, Kevin, do you have anything that you want to put on record before we watch? I'm very excited about this. You know, you missed the commentary that you should have gotten, especially if you didn't see the match. So now imagine, I like to think people driving in their car in the podcast. Mm. having a good day just like poured their coffee yeah ready for it now they've gone through some work now they're driving back home put it back on they're like i didn't see that match but i would kind of like to know what happened and just how batshit crazy it was so i'm very excited all right uh kev we're gonna sync this right now so we are actually on flowgrappling.com we're going to press the button that we can sync and watch at the exact same time now do you already have the link up or are you pressing the link i have the little mouse hand hovering above the play button all right i am going to get there as well i have it on mine as well and why don't we go in three two one you're welcome to sync up with us if you are watching at home because this is uh one of the more weird things that i think that i have seen in some time kev wouldn't you say uh i'm already excited square matt gary has his traditional garb on running around very relaxed yes and looking good Yes, Gary looks like uh, his normal self, basically almost in the exact same outfit. I interviewed him at EBIN. I, the same, he doesn't take it off. You guys all know. No. DJ no. Jackson, looking good. Has a little. Any, like a I mean, Kev, you're not the world's best speller. Yeah. But um, do you notice anything about a name? Gary Tonin's name is not spelled correctly at all. There are correct. two R's in Gary. That's correct. And Kevin has learned that one the hard way. Yeah, been there, guys. Could happen to anyone. Now I struggle to spell it the normal way with one R. They're circling each other. There's a little minimal contact between flashes of red. I'm seeing DJ Jackson's rash guard now, Raph. Mm. Just just red arms and biceps. What I'm talking about is far more interesting than how the match is so far. Gary's still just circling on the outside. Okay, now if you guys uh, had the opportunity to read the oh. rule set... Damn, DJ Jackson just drove Gary off the mat and slammed him into a gym floor. Yes. Now, Kev, explain what you think about that mat setting. I think if you're going to encourage people to run away from the mat and slam people, might want to put some more mats around the uh, the little court here because I'm seeing a lot of basketball. Court. Now, Kev, can you explain to me why there was a point given right there? Because DJ Jackson pushed Gary out of the ring. Yes, that is one of the rules here. We're going to go over the uh, multiple ways in which you can score points. But this becomes an interesting aspect because uh, Gary was talking to me about the element of sumo. So if you push him out of bounds. And 52 seconds left. How long are sumo matches? Uh, For a while. (laughs) I watched some too once. It was great. I think in Hawaii. It was like an all-night channel and I got hooked one night. (laughs) I watched like six hours of sumo wrestling. This is great. (laughs) Gary now has just such a good counter when he puts in that wizard. It just... The two of them basically are kind of uh, collar tying right now. Traditional wrestling. Very low stances. Uh, Gary very much looking to try and use his speed to kind of disorient uh, DJ Jackson. But DJ Jackson himself is also very fast. So There's no cocaine at all here, which is disappointing. Because no. if you're going to ask people to get pushed out, I think a quick bump before the match. Absolutely. But I'm a big advocate of drug jiu-jitsu. 
Well, it's not really what we advocate here on the podcast. It's not officially the stance of the podcast. But for Kevin, yes, those are his thoughts. Oh, takedown. And Gary does those somersaults that I would break my neck. I don't even know how to explain what's happening right now. DJ Jackson is trying to take him down. Gary just keeps rolling, and DJ is still has his foot. Gary rolled again. We're talking. Can about I ask four you though, like how many how many rolls have we seen here, Kev? Six now because DJ just went up, and Gary's throwing up a hard two, like got two points right, and that seemed good enough to get zero points. Nothing has arrived on the board. Oh, one point, one to one with two minutes and twenty five seconds left. Okay, now why did that point get scored? No fucking idea most amount of flips in an exchange <laughs> uh that actually get, oh. sounds like as about as good as guess as uh anybody could give because the problem is the commentators themselves have no fucking idea what's going on they literally are like i don't think he deserved a point i guess uh well, i don't know why he's getting because he threw up two and the rep was like i didn't see any so i'll meet him at one and Gary i'm gonna divide that two by rap, two it mm. hey you've seen the rules is negotiation on there Okay, oh, what's going on now? Uh, appears to be a wrestling promo break for Gary to do some stretching. Mm. There's mm. a quick. There's been a timeout called. I guess the refs have straight up stopped the match, which was in a half guard exchange. That I, I have no idea what's happening right now. By the way, there's a very unfortunate white on rice reference. Um, not exactly a, a moment of uh, great celebration for commentary. Kev, I'm going to ask you this. Guys, uh, no one's fighting, and there are nine people inside the mat. They all are workers. They have the same shirt on. That's great. It, are they having open mat now? I think so. I think the fight has been canceled, and now everybody's going to come around, and uh, they're just going to drill. It looks like they're having uh, no shit. Okay, imagine so this goes you're back to that great, and they had like a, a staff meeting in the middle. That's what we're looking at right now. This goes back to that great old adage, Kev, which is uh, how many uh, pro grappling championship refs does it take to figure out a challenge? Which, by the way, does this not feel like the NFL? This does feel like someone threw a challenge. Is Gordon over there with a challenge flag? I think he threw a challenge flag. I think he threw the crown. With so cut off uh, for those of you who are hat. a little... Um, confused. I'm going to go ahead and go through some of the points. Okay? There is no oh, one fighting still. That's important no. to note. So, Kev, here are some of the points just so you understand what's going on. This is how you could score points They've here. They've all huddled uh, One together. point, if you push someone out of bounds, okay. you get two points for takedowns. You get two points if you carry someone out of bounds. You get four points for finishing a New York Times crossword puzzle in the middle of the match. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, what do you get for engaging the entire staff in a vigorous debate about what just happened you get six points if you hum the battle of the republic this is a four minute five minute match how long is you this? get nine points if you make an unfortunate reference to skittles oh god that little douche you this... get 16 points and this is what's known as a waterfall we told gary not to go to florida <laughs> this is if you somehow manage to make love to your coach's eyes while scoring a takedown. Ooh, that's called a waterfall. It's, it's called a waterfall because you make it's the It's a match flow. ender, guys. 16 points is very hard to come back 16 from. 16 points is hard to come back from, guys. Some there people call are still... Okay, the fighters have returned. A lot of the guys have left. Not all of the referee staff has left. There are still four of them, and now they appear to be doing a coin toss for overtime. Gary's pleading his... We've got a real Socratic debate method going yeah. on. There's some beards. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're like me at this point and just waiting for uh, Guys, Bill Belichick to make his way onto the mats with his challenge flag that he's thrown from his sock, but that's kind of what I'm waiting for this whole time. Boy, bringing excitement back to jujitsu. Couldn't get through a four-fucking-minute match without a rain delay. Kev, what if I were to tell you that there's three rounds of five minutes? Oh, well, then I'm back in but i'm worried this fight's going to be 29 total minutes long well kev you gotta be the game changer that's the hashtag that's happening here so when you're the game changer that means that you literally stop the game so that you can change the game from chess to checkers and then to sorry and then to candy land how do i be the game changer as a jujitsu follower like that feels ridiculous like be the game changer kev it's like be the ball be the game changer great imanari sweep 
hashtag be the game changer. Okay, let's talk about the mat surface area. If you're going to push somebody out of bounds. They're fighting again, by the way, everybody. Yes, we, we've returned back breath. to that. We've resumed fight. Uh, everyone's left. I should mention all of the But I need you to acknowledge people. the fact that if you're going to push someone out of bounds, that you need to be able to have maybe some matted area that we no, consider. No, that's a dumb idea. Mm. This is about toughness and stopping the match halfway through to make a decision. So at this okay, point, Gary is now coming over to half. I didn't realize this was three rounds, which is oh, great. Yeah. I'm in. That sounds awesome. But... Why stop it over a... Never mind. Like, if they did that, they're Travis Browning it. There we go. <laughs> so, Kev, you know, I mean, there a lot go, of people like, will say at this point, uh, you know, DJ Jackson, very good pressure passing. Gary at this point may recognize that he's maybe not going to beat him on the feet as much. So I think he wants to turn it into a little bit more of a jiu-jitsu battle. He pulled half guard before the huge break. He's now pulled half guard in the break. He's working his stuff. Correct. DJ's working his stuff, which is a dead gridlock of yes. man stuff, one-on-one. So it's taking uh, a, a nice, uh, you know, they've eased into the element of the jiu-jitsu game, because before, who knows what the fuck they were playing. Gary it was kind of wrestling or sumo. A beautiful stand-up throw from the half guard. He did a he raised that back leg that's closest. Nothing's really DJ's. coming of it. We're back down to half as well, so... Again, we're going to run out of time for this oh, first round. Match time and, limit up, and they're still fighting. No one stopped them. So. Well, rules, Kev. What, what are those? What the? F- Do they stay in an engagement if the time runs out? Don't know. <laughs> Commentators <laughs> also don't know. There's. <laughs> okay, guys, the time's exp- they've stopped the fight. Great, 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 great. Extra uh, extra thirty seconds of action there, free for the viewers at home. Kev, I did a little more research. I have some more rules for you in case you want to know some of them. Can, is there a rule for each of the staff members? And can the staff members... Okay, good. They have practice mats, but no exterior mat padding. Uh, a few more rules for those of you who are watching and waiting as we get this uh, round break for the fighters. Uh, you get two points if you request a water break. But you lose five if you don't drink Gatorade during that water break. It's weird. It's a weird one, admittedly. Gordon Ryan has the crown on and was just on his phone during the cornering ref. I have to assume he was Mm. engaging in a Facebook dialogue. Def. He was not coaching there. You know that for sure. He just tapped Gary like, oh, hey, man. I I didn't even see you over here. I was arguing with AJ on the. Nicky Ryan himself actually was doing all of the coaching the entire time. So we're seeing DJ get back to the mats uh, to back engage. Um, you also gain seven points if you change rash guards without actually no. going to your corner. Uh, no one took advantage of that, sadly. No, unfortunately. I, would totally, I, would, <laughs> I do creative tattoos can get you random points in the third mm-hmm. round I heard. But, mm. You know, obviously not knowing that there don't were get there rounds. yet because we change the rules every round. <laughs> oh, perfect! That makes one of the many staff members will come in and yell them at us during our multitude of intermissions. So we've got Gary in the lotus pose, trying to now he's trying to push DJ out a little bit. Well, he's trying to get that ankle pick to try and uh, offset a little bit of DJ's and balance. Just locking horns still, yeah, very similar. And, to and Gary two. now has switched over to trying to attack. Uh, from the knees because he figures if there is no knees they can't really get any shots in you find this from the commentary which is one of the few times they actually said something that matters uh i'll also point out the fact that the commentary does not seem very keen on keenan uh, i'm sorry on gary and uh gordon's game at one point even saying that gordon needs to take off that stupid fucking hat off of his face oh so at least they were Talking about what matters. Absolutely. Oh, DJ Jackson throws Gary off the mat onto the gym floor again during a contentious back and forth that got wiry and into the corner. And now they just gave. When did Gary get a second point? Well, Kev, that is actually. And this is a rule. I will read you an actual rule. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This one is an actual one, not one I made up. Uh, So when tied. Last to receive points receives an extra point. 
Are you serious? That's a real that's, rule. That's, that's a rule. I will. I now will I can't you... tell them apart, Raph. Thank you very much. That's a real um, rule. That's a funny. Here's another rule, though. Rule. If uh, that is you... that is fu- that might be weirder than a few you've said for well, sure. Is weirder. If you score a point but I that get it. ends in an even number, it automatically goes to an odd number. So just know that as well. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're just walking around kind of what appears to be dancing at the moment. It's a little waltz. There was a little waltz. That was beautiful, guys. Way to make it a show if you can, you know. It's like it's some showmanship, do- Kev. So it's two to two inexplicably because mm-hmm. they assign a, what I can only call random points at the end of these matches. Let's be very clear that Barry, <laughs> when he talked with me, said that he knew he was like i don't know how the points are gonna go and i don't and hate it. Again, said, I, I really am a big fan of this i love the alternate rules we're getting in, to see two wet cats fight and not really engage in true gary form being like i don't know they probably don't know what the rules are i have no how could you faith that the referees are gonna know anyhow the points work and it, lo and behold they had to have their basic jedi conference to even figure out <laughs> was that a thing like what, what do we do just a quick 27 person meeting in the center of the mat where they were fighting uh the rules you've read to me that are real mm-hmm. i already can't pro that would take me weeks to get down before i could see them without needing to process just that information they should be written on the side of this maybe, so like maybe a gym you floor. guys maybe they could just take a marker oh yeah that's right uh i forgot there's also nine points for uh drawing while on the mats. So if oh, you draw a pretty cool. sunshine rainbow, cool. then uh, nine points. Yeah, that donkey guard will come in handy there. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, it should also be mentioned at this point that on the commentary, they're basically uh, downplaying both of these guys, more so Gary, and saying, you know, Gary's got to make a move here. He's just doing for shit. They're just getting tired. And I don't know what that's all about. And I'm like, really? You mean this whole stand-up battle is... Uh, Strangely not exhausting both of the competitors. What a weird world. Gary doesn't look tired. I'm not sure I've ever seen DJ look tired. Like I've seen him breathe deep. I think he just has a tiny chest, guys. Like he's really compact. It's just all muscle and fumes. Do they look I mean, tired to you? No. Okay. Do you <laughs> Do look, you want just to trying to take each other down, guys? There's nothing to watch here except it is fascinating how little oh gary did a full-on goldberg sprint DJ yeah it was a goldberg he was gonna it. go for the spear oh but- he threw him out with a gauge nice job dj jackson throws gary tonin out once again dj jackson is a very good counter thrower off the matter that's not a thing that is but a, that is a thing he's doing right now how else has a great his game I would say he was able to take Gary's pressure and turn it into a great reversal that then got the extra random points for pushing people outside of the ledge. Guys, great counter Matt Pusher offer mm-hmm. without all that fancy talk. Mm. I'm a man of the people. Mm. Yes. Connect as only you can, Kevin. We've got three seconds, essentially, and boom. So three that or was 35 seconds. You don't have a clue, Raph. They remember last time they went forever. Oh, they did stop at <laughs> a healthy two seconds after the buzzer this time. Absolutely. So now we see it's a 3-2 match. You've got DJ Jackson ahead. Can you make heads or tails out of anything you've seen? No. I've seen very little jujitsu. I'm confused. Is that Cyborg? That is mm-hmm. Cyborg. Hey, I just saw Cyborg get zoomed in on the camera. I guess he lives near Naples, Florida. That would make yeah. sense. Thus far, what the fuck is this? And what's the point? To see them get slammed onto a gym floor? Yes. Okay. Well, this is kind of fun in the same way that like watching any two athletic human beings sprint at each other is fun. But I'm not loving it as a jiu-jitsu thing yet. Why, tell me your feelings as to why you aren't loving it in that way. They're not really grappling. Okay. Are they really wrestling? Yes. So, okay. eh, not like flow real not like flow wrestling it doesn't look like because they're not mm. again they're not really engaging they're not scoring points via takedown or anything they kind of just uh getting into locked horn battles a lot okay but maybe i'm just 
So now you get on the commentary. They're kind of fleshing out a little bit of their background. And mind you, this is what, like 20 minutes into this whole thing? And they're like, hey, you might know they've had a little rivalry. Have they? Uh, Yeah, I mean, DJ has been uh, basically calling out the Danaher death squad. And Gary has lost to him several times on points. And that's where this whole contention comes from is, you know, can Gary beat these guys in this format and without the added pressure of, uh, you know, if he, if he's able to do it in a sub only, people think that he has a better ability to finish, Gary's but they to say if it's now, points, which I like, then nah. But again, I mean, Gary's taking the option of, he really wants to try and set up some sweeps, really kind of work and attack the legs. Again, DJ Jackson, very good at passing. And it's kind of a stalemate between the two. Like, you're not really getting an advance of position per se from DJ Jackson. And at the same point, Gary's not exactly getting what he wants to do with the legs. So it makes for a very strange match well, because four to two DJ Jackson. So, mm-hmm. and that's, I, I believe that's because he's thrown him out twice, not because of any random point. Oh, he would have gotten a last point. Oh, that's only if it's tied. Yep. Fuck. Thanks, guys. This is fun. Everybody's like, oh, great. There's no commentary. Just Kevin trying to figure out that one rule Raz said to him 15 minutes ago. Back into the half guard. I'm going to say it, Raf, and this is going to be controversial, but I feel like it's my job as a commentator. Mm-hmm. Gary's half guard looks good, and so does DJ's half guard defense from the top, and Gary's from the bottom. You might say that they're uh, two highly skilled individuals kind of doing jujitsu like it, it's like there's some jujitsu now this third round's been a lot jiu-jitsu. of jujitsu featuring jujitsu it's it's uh yeah it's in the back it's like fifth or sixth they've really turned it in to at least somewhat of a grappling match we are on the mat no more gym throwing now if one were so inclined from this position and right now dj's just uh got his knee up in the half guard if he ripped Gary off the mat, would he get points? Oh, they're um, back up. Yep, Damn they're it. back up. And, I mean, at this point, they're they're close to the edge of the mat. You have to give the, a little bit of the wrestling experience over to DJ Jackson. And, uh, you have to appreciate, this is why I like this for Gary, is that for a majority of the match, I would say at least half, if not a little bit more, Gary was trying to keep the standing up. But I love that they're, they're saying right here, they go, uh, there's no urgency here from Gary... I don't know why that is. And you're just like, well, uh, maybe maybe now they've been grappling for about 12 minutes. And I don't know that that's necessarily the, the plan, I think. Because he's in the- Florida, and that gets to you when you're not used to being there. And, you know, GJ's fine. He's been in the Lloyd Irvin camp. Mentally, that's, that's, that's basically Florida. So he's good. Um, Kev, I've actually got uh, three more rules. Great. For us. Thank God, because yeah. they're just locked horns, and I'm excited about this. Uh, if you manage to photobomb someone's uh, selfie, three points. Oh, that's that's probably pretty good. You're on an honor system amongst the yes. crowd, but yes, it's why we do jujitsu. Don't worry, they'll confer if they're not sure. <laughs> uh, one is <laughs> if you kiss the top of Cyborg's forehead, oh. you get six points. And uh, this is an important one, Kev, because this is how you can win the thing. And look, he's baby carrying him over to the side. Beautiful cartwheel from Gary, though. That was delicious. If you really want to see some Gary knows how to get thrown tosses. (laughs) Oh, a point for DJ there. Mm -hmm. He had to remind the ref. He was like, hey, man. Oh, we got two points. Because he carried him? Shut the fuck up. Points of contact has to be a... Yeah, I guess if you uh, carry him, you're good. But uh, the final one, and this is how you can actually win the match outright. Not many people know it. If you are just fully erect. Ooh, that is good. People are like, nope, he wins. Yep. I do like, it's almost like a rule. It's like to stay on the mat. And what they ended up with was this bullshit, like kind of bullfight. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. My favorite is the commentators truly so- showing their their uh, true colors as they're like great job dj great you are doing so good look at you gary looks so overwhelmed and dan her death squad what's that all about 
All right, time has expired. And after, during a beautiful pile drive takedown from mm-hmm. Gary Tonin, I guess trying to score some last points, or are there no points for takedowns? Was it a great match? No, that was not a great match. That was um, that was interesting. Okay. Do we want to see that kind of a match again? Nope. All set. First okay. and foremost, you have to use that stuff they use at the trampoline parks if you're going to have people <laughs> getting thrown out of anything. You know what? Those big foam rocks. <laughs> at a trampoline. This was the uh, worst possible application of the alternate rule sets. But I do admire their spirit. Exactly. And the 27-minute conference halfway through. I believe that, that is our stance. That momentum killer at all. So, Kev, we're going we're gonna to talk a, a little bit more. But if you want to go ahead and put on the Gary and Enrico match in the background, that apparently saved the day. Ooh. So I'm going to go ahead and press that. We're not going to do uh, like an actual commentary. We're just going to have it on both of our computers on the background. I am actually queuing it up right now. So I'm going to go ahead and press play in three, two, one. All right, synced up for me. And Kevin, uh, just to kind of fill you guys in on how we feel on this one, uh, it's nice to hear Kevin kind of have many of the same feelings I had when I was watching this match, which was it just felt clunky. All due respect because in this point system, uh, you definitely had – DJ Jackson as the winner. There's no qualms about that. In this rule set, he won. Question being, do we want to see this rule set again? It's not very exciting, and it's confusing as fuck. And this is where good commentary comes into play. If you don't have people who know what the fuck is actually happening, and they're the people who were supposed to be on the ones and twos walking you through it, it's a bad day for everybody involved. Second of all, I don't understand this if points are tied, last person who scores a point wins. Sure like, you do, rap. <laughs> but what the fuck? Did, what? But why? What? Why? What? what is the? What do you Jesus get here? It's Christ. weird. It's like getting an extra bonus thing, and the fucking price is right. Like I, I like just, getting to make fun of Gary about it. That's absolutely. Fun. And I mean, Gary lost, so uh, there's a lot of fun in watching Gary lose. So. We have a ton of fun about that. But before we actually talk about Gary's response to this whole thing, uh, I love when people attack submission only or they say points or whatever and everybody comes in. I'll tell you guys this much. Kevin and I will watch just about any grappling match. But if we're being honest spectators, I will watch a long submission only match before I watch something kind of as confusing as that. Kevin, maybe you're different. Where's your perspective? No, I would much. That was a <laughs> the get some fucking pads on the gym floor is my perspective. Don't like that. Didn't see any jujitsu. Didn't see anything I couldn't have got from purple belts in the same rule set. Cool. You get so, something different when you watch two black belts go at it. Submission only. And the weird different. part is, is like how hilarious is this? In that, you know, you and I in the background have uh, the Gary and Rico match. And on this one, Gary and him, uh, much you more know, tangled. You had uh, Enrico basically getting Gary's back and putting a body triangle on there. And in that first match, you weren't even close to having something like that happen. No. And again, you could say maybe it's the athletes. Maybe it makes it a little bit different. And you're right. You know, uh, you've got somebody in DJ Jackson who has a particular skill set that makes him unique. Um, but we just like that finality of, okay, cool, somebody submitted and, you know, we're done. That was what jiu-jitsu is all about. So if you got other shit to do, that's fine. Anyway, long story short, I would say thank you for your spirit in wanting to give us something new and different. May we say for this first time out and maybe things will be different? Trampolines. Uh, no, thank you. Okay. That'll be my vision. Okay. Trampolines are, are good. Um, Sprinklers. But – but trampolines only if they have like Super Mario blocks above Ooh. and you hit the little question mark and you find out what you get. And sometimes it's mushrooms. Three which points. I, yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Oh, that could combine my favorite with the drugs, too. Mm-hmm. I like where your head's going. Mm-hmm. This has been a fun grappling catch up, though. We've got some yes. good ones. We've got a EBI strongly on the UFC fight pass. Great place for them. Absolutely. So uh, some fun aftermath just on the Gary side. Gary then put up a ma- or, uh, post that said, hey, guys, sorry, I, I suck today. Uh, I should have done more jujitsu, which basically was saying I was trying to beat him. 
at wrestling and it just wasn't happening. Then later revises that to say, hey, guys, um, hey, yeah, I do this crazy thing where I try to beat people at their own game and it just didn't happen today. So props to Gary for participating in this crazy rule set. Props to DJ for winning. Let's see them in different rules next time. Just so you know, they appear to have stopped the Gary and Rico match. For I believe is conference. they are having yes, they are having the NFL uh, scoring conference challenge. Big, I'm sure this match does save it, not because of the referee. I wonder though, if I were competing in the match, if I could call for a challenge, and I'd be like, "Whoa, Kev's gotten too far on me." Challenge. Challenge. <laughs> That's where they can challenge it. That is so <laughs> fucking funny. Oh man, oh, it's just really terrible. Not well. The like better a- part about the challenges are the moments in which they say, "Like, yo, do you know somebody else who wants to see us footage?" Yeah, I'm going to call him. Let's call another person to come look at the footage with us. How do they decide who gets to meet in the middle? It really seems like a free for all of people are like, "I have an opinion." It's kind of the same process in which I think people go up to accept the Emmy. You think they use Robert's Rules of Order in this case, though? Mm -hmm. Mm. We should. So anyway, kids, that'll do it for our bulk of our coverage. We'll still have it out in the background as we continue on with what else we are here to talk about. Because guess what? There were some fights that happened over the weekend. Uh, Were there? Who fought? (laughs) Kev, did you watch any of it? No, I did, actually. I watched Poirier get knocked out. I watched Brunson knock Uriah out. Those were some good fights back-to-back. Okay, did Brunson actually knock out Uriah Hall? I thought so, yeah. Okay. Why did you think so? Because of the fist connected with the face, and he went down. It seemed like he was getting hit a few times. But was he covering himself? Maybe. And then was he trying to intelligently defend himself, Kevin? I don't know. Okay. Maybe I, I can make intelligent defense. <laughs> maybe I can make a rule because I'll explain to you what I saw, which was this: uh, Brunson connected with a really solid strike, sends Uriah on the ground. Uriah covers up, isn't really fighting back all that much. But then Uriah, when they call the match, then grabs the referee's leg as if he's making his way up, like recognizes, like, oh, he's not attacking me anymore. Okay, well, I'll come up, and then does the what? What happened? <laughs> Look, face, which is. Uh, Immaculate. So I, I had come from the understanding where I said, you know what? He took a bad strike. It didn't look like it devastated him, but he also wasn't doing much to convince us that match needed to continue. So uh, an unfortunate set of circumstances because I do feel like he probably could have fought on uh, just in terms of how he recovered and how quickly he is. But in that moment, he definitely didn't give us much to believe that. And more importantly, Maybe it saved him from a fate worse than Dustin Poirier because we put up a meme. And to those of you who put up our memes and do not credit us, we know who you are. So just give us a kickback. It's all we ever ask. Uh, We put up a Patrick Stewart meme where Patrick Stewart is looking on the Internet, on his computer, and does a clutch the pearls like, and that was our official response to uh, Michael Johnson Punching the living shit out of fucking Dustin Poirier. No easy task. Yeah. And uh, holy shit, that was amazing. Yeah. That was a KO. Round one, two round one knockouts. Uh, Impressive shit. Just especially in terms of. I don't know that I would ever recover yeah. from delivering a punch like that, receiving. <laughs> that was <laughs> emotionally, physically, seeing it up close. I, I still struggle with it from a distance. Those yeah. were the two fights I saw. Yes, those are the big ones. Uh, I'm trying to go through. I know uh, our friend, John. Mr. Morales. I see it was a draw. Yes, with uh, Albert Morales and Alejandro Perez. You know, I thought uh, Al fought a good fight. Um, You know, he looked really solid and composed in that third round. In the first round, he was pushing the action really well. Um, Perez got a point deducted from him early on, but then toward the end, Albert Morales maybe got a little, little excited. 
maybe, maybe you just kind of rushed uh, into him with a flying knee. It didn't really seem to affect everything all that much, but when they came out with the majority draw, I do know he was unhappy. But in terms of performance, he should not be unhappy with the way he was doing it. So congrats to him. And uh, let's see what else. Um, there's Anaconda Choke from Ka- Chas Skelly. Oh, who- yeah. Said uh, he got a Darth. Like he just looked over, and I've never really seen this, but Bruce was coming over to ask him, and I was like, "What was it?" He's just shrugging his shoulders, like Darth. Whatevs, bro. I won. <laughs> what? Um, let me see. Uh, oh, Gabriel Benitez with a vicious guillotine to the point where he had to look at the ref and be like, "Yeah, dude, he's out." Um, Those are the I best. believe when they know. Hmm. Uh, I believe it also happened with Antonio Carlos Jr., but uh, other than that, kind of a sleepy night. Nothing too ridiculous, but those were some of your big highlights that you should know about. All right. Well, that was – you did some nice tweeting. I enjoyed some of the memes. There's some really good stuff going on. Also, to harken back, you have some interviews that have been coming out with the Dana Herdez squad, so if people Yo. want to see more and their fun side, check that out. You also called him out. You were asking him some questions about stuff. It's like a great place for that. Not on Facebook because we got to see him explain it. Really enjoyed that. Thank you. Uh, less typing and reading involved. Usually <laughs> the side I fall on. Mm. Five stars on the... You just go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Five stars. Say whatever you want. <laughs> Kev, you know what's funny? Somebody left us a four star. It's not funny, right? I saw a very. I know. I know. I know. We make it very clear. But you know what? The, the thing that really hurts is they did four stars. Didn't say why. Oh, gosh. now we'll never know. Shitty audio. That one guy's a dick. That's the type of stuff we can understand. That's really all we wanted. And it's frankly, like, five stars feels free to say that also. Yeah, absolutely. You can say whatever the fuck you want about us as human beings. Myself, I constantly am. I'm a work in progress. Uh, although, uh, just to let you guys know what's going on on our our feeds right now, uh, Enrico Coco is up like nine to two on Gary. Beating the shit out of him like a small church, just whomping that ass. And the two of them are battling for, I believe, third place. So, you know, fun stuff is going on on that side. Anyway, going back to this, yeah, it was um, it was an interesting uh, set of interviews. Like I said, our good friend uh, Josh Hayden. We have an interview coming up with him, I believe, probably tomorrow. So by the time you see this, it might be up. And then on the other side, we've also got uh, the interview with Danaher coming up maybe later this week, early next week. But those are some monster interviews, and I think you guys are going to like what he has to say on that one. So excitement. A lot of excitement. That's going to – you guys are losing us 9-2 to two in the second round of some flow grappling with – Gary and Enrico, and I have to tell you, this is an awesome match because Enrico can bend. That guy's bendy. Well, this makes up so much more. Like you feel like you're seeing some stuff, and, and, and Gary some was athleticism too. Like yes, and you're seeing that Gary was very complimentary of Enrico's game, and and said that hey, him and Enrico were going out there to jiu-jitsu you had a lot of the trolls saying like hey Gary, you're just making up excuses. He's like, no, nah, dude, I completely lost, and I hate losing. To fucking DJ, but let's be very clear. This is kind of a little more jujitsu, if we're being honest. Uh, the other one's just kind of some random assortment grab bag of rules. So this is huh. fun. Fucking za jujitsu. That's gonna do it for us tonight here at the VTs. Uh, it's time for some shoutouts. I'll start. Got some excellent drilling in. At the Jubera Academy, specifically with some Professor Jubera himself. Uh, he was working a lapel pass that confused me thoroughly. But I was working a butterfly hook half guard sweep to attack that other side of my game. Really looking forward to it. I had some great stuff. My parents were here this weekend buying some food, enjoying the wonderful Colorado air. We went and got more donuts, Raph. Good donuts were had, and a very serious amount of the Denver cuisine was sampled. Big shout out to the crew at Rioja. Big shout out to my parents. That's going to do it for me, Raf. All right, let's uh, let's very nicely start by saying some complimentary things to the good folks at Valley Martial Arts Center. 
Combat VMAC. Kev, let me tell you, we had a great fucking open mat on Sunday. It's open mat. So good. Had our friends from 10th Planet Darkside. So I'm talking Duncan. I'm talking Fletcher. I'm talking Nico. Nico, who competed at the, our uh, Breakdown Invitational recently. I mean, I've wanted to roll with uh, Nico and Duncan for some time. And uh, I finally got the opportunity to. Our good friend uh, Joe Ogundi also dropped in. And it's so cool to have those really different games to contend with. Uh, so I was very pleased to get some good training in with those guys. And uh, I really, really just appreciate them rolling through and uh, coming through and, 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 and training with us. So props to them. Let's go ahead and shout out um, the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. Have some great training over there. Uh, Eric and Joey are just crushing it eric's getting ready for i believe nogi worlds in the next month or so and he's just been turning it up a lot so my thanks to those gents for putting on that and they also had a great seminar kev they had a great seminar with a guy named uh ruben rivera laguna who teaches out at 10th planet in uh, albuquerque he was in town one of the nicest guys great hair by the way you would appreciate that i do uh really Really great, great uh, set of attacks. Uh, some stuff that I was really, really appreciating uh, from him uh, that he was teaching out his way. So uh, my credit to him and uh, everybody who dropped in for that seminar. Let's go ahead and shout out our good friends over at Systems Training Center. Uh, Marcus, you know, uh, had a nice fundraiser that was put together by a whole bunch of our friends, including Mac Danzing, Albert Aguirre, um, Alberto Crane. They all came together to do a nice fundraiser to raise some uh, money for uh, the uh, Remember Liam fund. So if you guys haven't done that yet, please make sure to go uh, look into that. It's Liam's Life is the charity. So I hope you guys get the chance to go ahead and look that up because it is a good thing to get behind. So that is on that side. And uh, I just want to send shout outs to all of our good friends, you know, we've we've had some uh, great stuff going on. Everybody's been so great on interacting. You guys have been so um, active <laughs> on our social media. So to everybody who is uh, playing along with us for the UFC this weekend and for the multiple things that have been said online, we just want to say thank you guys very much. We very much appreciate it. That's going to do it for us tonight. Five stars on iTunes. I am Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight.